Hey guys, this is Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast where we discuss the skills and strategies to create possibilities in motherhood and make it more fun, efficient, organized, and peaceful. You can find more information or connect with me online at dianaballard.com or at dianaballardlive on social media. Happy Love Day coming up. The 14th of this month could symbolize a lot of things for each individual person. Valentine's Day could be a happy day where you feel celebrated, can give love and appreciation, or it can also be a day of missing someone or wishing for something that we might not have at the moment. But today we're going to talk about strengthening our romantic relationship with our spouse or partner. So if you're a single mom right now, I invite you to listen for any upcoming relationship that maybe you want to do a little bit different than the last one. So I was reading an article in the Harvard Gazette. And they interviewed a couple, Richard Schwartz and Jacqueline Olds, both professors of psychiatry, who are actually married, who have written a book on marriage called Marriage in Motion. We live in a day and age where there are lots of things going on. We have a workaholic culture surrounding us. Technology invades our time 24-7 and add kids into the picture. It can make it hard for partners to pay attention to each other on the evenings or weekends, and the connection can lessen over time. The times of go outside and play as a main form of childcare is not as common. So we find ourselves hovering over our children so much more to protect them or keep them entertained. And that makes it hard for mom and dad to have a minute alone to reconnect and rebuild their relationship. As young parents, we can feel a lot of pressure to raise our kids perfectly, even at the risk of our own relationship with our spouse or partner. As moms, we put a lot of expectations on ourselves as we work diligently to run a household the best we can, raise our kids, try to take good care of ourselves, and keep a romantic relationship alive. The possibility of failing in one or more of these areas often is high and can put a lot of stress on everyone else. So just focusing on the romantic relationship, Jacqueline Olds stated in this Harvard article, Quote, there is too much pressure from my point of view on what a romantic partner should be. They should be your best friend. They should be your lover. They should be your closest relative. They should be your work partner. They should be your co-parent, your athletic partner. There's just so much pressure on the role of spouse that, of course, everyone isn't able to quite live up to it. End of quote. How many times do we find ourselves upset with our partner because of the pressure and expectations we put on our relationship? Whether it's us that's falling short or we think they are. The farther and farther away we are from connection with our spouse, the less grace, forgiveness, and acceptance there is for the other person. Because I don't know about you, but I fail often in my roles as wife, mother, and homemaker. It's a constant effort to try to stay organized, focus on what's most important, and be perfect in the expectations I set for myself. If it wasn't for the relationship I have with my husband, all these failures and shortcomings could really mess things up in our household. And same with him. When he falls short, do I forgive him, accept him in his growing process, and work to build him up when he's fallen down or going through something hard? And I'll tell you, I can notice a total difference in our relationship and how we interact with each other by how much time we have spent with each other and if we're connecting efficiently or not on a regular basis. The times when we do have more arguments, short tempers with each other are normally caused by one of two things, a lack of sleep, mm -hmm, you know that one, (laughs) or a lack of connection. And connection for me equals time. 
I want you to think back to the beginning of your relationship with your significant other. They almost had no flaws, right? (laughs) And if there was something that needed some work, we were willing to work with them on it. It didn't bother us as much or cause problems. But here we are years down the road and some of those things begin to be irritating to us. Or when they do fall down or make a mistake, we're on them with little to no mercy. Another thing this article touched on was how love does change. In the beginning, there are rages of hormones, dopamine levels, serotonin, and all the feel-good stuff. But eventually, those levels even out as we continue to love someone. Which, what that means is the relationship transforms a bit. Like, medically, the infatuation and obsession with someone doesn't last like it did in the beginning. So expecting your love to always be like this is unrealistic. But I will tell you, there still can be moments like this, and you can create a good amount of them in your marriage that has gone on for years. The biggest thing that I really want to touch on here is that our romantic relationship can be strengthened in the midst of having children. And the best way that I have found to strengthen and connect a relationship is that we have to create some time for ourselves and our relationship. So whether this is a date night once a week, a specific evening that's just for the two of you, or really working on creating a routine for your kids to get them in bed so you have a little time each night with your spouse. And these things don't even have to be fancy. You know, a date every once in a while could be in-house or something that doesn't cost money or isn't some big extravagant thing. It can be simple, but it's the time that you spend together. And with that time, we have to really decide what does our relationship need and what will truly strengthen it. Do you need some time outside the house together doing something fun, just the two of you? Could you make a little more love and strengthen your physical and emotional connection together in intimacy? Or does communication bring you together, planning out your life together or whatever? And then you have to really evaluate, is what I'm doing right now really helping us grow closer? Like, for example, is watching TV or playing video games together creating the connection we need to get through the hard times, to have patience with each other, and help build each other up when we're struggling? Because it's the challenging times that we really need the connection with our spouse. Stresses, unexpected life changes, or hardships. This is when the connection really counts. This is when we need to be able to work together the most. We see a lot of divorce in our time and for many different reasons, but what if we could prevent a lot of problems in our own marriage by working on the time that we have with our spouse and really making it count to strengthen our relationship? So really thinking, do I make the time I need for my spouse? Because again, taking responsibility for our own time, we make time for what is important to us and can be proactive in creating the time we need for those important things like our romantic relationships. And then what do we need to do in that quality time together to bring us closer? And something I absolutely love is that each couple is individual. It could be going out to dinner for one. It could be just going and watching a movie at the theater for another. It could be taking a long walk together around the neighborhood. Whatever it is for you, really be thinking deep down in your soul, what do we need? I feel that relationships are blessed. Just as motherhood we don't have to do alone, there is also help out there for our romantic relationships as well. So whatever you tap into, you can receive inspiration as well of what does my marriage or romantic relationship 
need. Because kids do make it more challenging, but not impossible. And remembering the mindset of there has to be a way. Because making time to connect with our spouse and partner can really prevent a lot of problems. It really can help us have more realistic expectations on ourselves and our partner as we communicate more openly, or at all, about our feelings and what we're thinking about and what's really going on inside. Because I think having a healthy romantic relationship is something that most people want. And there is no one answer of how to get there for each individual couple, but I'll tell you, my husband and I were best friends for almost five years before we got married, and we'll be hitting our five-year anniversary in a couple months. And because of really implementing this tip of protecting our time together, our relationship is far better than it was in the beginning of marriage in our love story. And those moments of feeling giddy, connected, and head over heels in love are a complete reality and really enjoyable, even years into marriage. So if your relationship needs a little pick-me-up, I invite you to experiment with creating some time for you and your spouse. And see how you can increase the love with your significant other. It's important for our health, stress, or peace levels. And bringing our family closer together or even keeping them together, which just brings joy to everyone. Wherever your relationship is right now, wherever your connection is with your spouse, just know that today is a brand new day. Some things we can't change and some things we can So in remembering that we can be proactive and productive towards creating our world around us, and that includes our romantic relationships. So there's no shame in where you are right now and what your relationship looks like. But also remembering we do have the power to change things if we want. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day this week and can find some joy and beauty in this holiday, whatever it may mean for you. And hopefully feel some joy as you think of those that you love or do something nice for them. Remember to also love yourself as well and appreciate the hard work and love you do give to others. If someone came to mind that may also need this message, please share it with them. Or on social media for those that you might not know need it. You guys are awesome and we'll see you next week on the Mom Training Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Mom Training Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform you listen to this on. If you have any questions or podcast ideas, you can message me on my social media at Diana Ballard Live or shoot me an email on my website. See you next week.